Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Jeremy Thomas. In this series, we are looking at the two letters to the Thessalonian church. This episode is just a taste from the full lesson. It is a standalone teaching meant as special encouragement for you today. So enjoy this short teaching. We hope you come back tomorrow for the full lesson. So they were passing tests. They were growing in the midst of persecution. Uh, relief, But relief per- from persecution will come when the Lord Jesus Christ returns in judgment. So this book does talk about the second coming and the judgment that will in- happen then. However, they were shaken. These believers were shaken by the forger's claim that they had missed the rapture and they were already in the day of the Lord. Okay, Paul explained that, no, before the day of the Lord can come, two things have to happen. The apostasy has to happen first, and second, or three things. The restrainer must be removed. He's restraining the identity of the Antichrist, or the man of lawlessness. And then the third thing that will happen when the restrainer is removed is the revealing of the man of lawlessness. In other words, he will be able to be identified. People in the world can, will be able to calculate you know, the number of his name and identify who he is. So three things have to happen, says Paul, before the day of the Lord can come. The apostasy, we'll talk about that. This is the most controversial thing, almost the most controversial thing in the entire New Testament, okay? And I'm dead serious when I say that. It is almost the most controversial discussion in the entire New Testament is the identity of the apostasy in 2 Thessalonians 2.3. But second, the restrainer has to be removed. Someone is restraining, or or something, we won't talk about that yet, is restraining the identity of of the Antichrist. And third, the revealing of the man of lawlessness. So second and third ones kind of go together. So it's either two or three things, but they go together. The explanation was something they'd already been taught. He says this in chapter 2, verse 5. He says, don't you remember I was telling you these things when I was still with you? So he taught them all this, but... You know, this is what happens with false teaching, right? Somebody comes in and they they give you a new idea and you start to go, now, wait a minute. And you start to get confused. And, you know, so they were disturbed. Uh, So in a cryptic way, he corrects this uh, error in order to evade the forger's attempts to dislodge their composure. That's what I'm basically going to probably argue. I mean, I keep looking at this, but I'm going to argue This apostasy, if I ask you, what is apostasy? He says the apostasy has to come first. What what is the first thing that comes to your mind if you think of apostasy? Falling away, okay, which is a literal translation of the word. Uh, It's very accurate. What? Denying Christ, okay. When you say falling away, let me ask you this. What are you thinking when you say fall away? Could you give me like a little, just, just expand on it briefly. Okay, so a spiritual falling away, okay? And you have the same thing in mind when you say denying Christ, a spiritual falling away. So the basic meaning of this word is departure, which aligns with these concepts. Fall away is to to depart. Deny Christ, that's a departure from Christ. Um, The issue with this word is that it, can possibly also mean a physical departure, like leaving Rosauer's or Safeway, (laughs) like departing, you know, like physically moving away, in which case the reference would be to the rapture. Because that's the, if you, 
that it is a physical departure, isn't it? The rapture is technically a physical departure. Our bodies are, are in the Left Behind series, I think they had people's clothes laying around, you know, <laughs> it was something like that. But the point was the bodies left, right? And they're translated into resurrection bodies, and we meet the Lord in the air. So the verb um, that is behind, a, which is aphistemi, from which apostasia comes, apostasy, the verb can definitely mean a physical departure. It is used that way many times. Okay, The noun, which is used here, apostasia, comes from that verb. It's derived from that verb. It's called a cognate. And usually cognates take on the meaning from the verb. And so it is within the semantic domain of this, these, these words for it to possibly mean a physical departure. And that's what the big argument, one of the biggest arguments in the entire New Testament is about, this word. Okay, so I'll take you through some of it without getting too hairy in details. But that's why I say in this last sentence here, the explanation that they're not in the day of the Lord was something they'd already been taught, but now in a cryptic way. What do I mean by Paul telling them in a cryptic way? I mean he's using a word, apostasia, that he's actually referring to the rapture, but it might not be picked up on by the forgers. Because he doesn't want the forger to understand what he's communicating to them, so he's speaking to them and trying to keep it secret from any forger that might get a hold of this letter and then try to use it against him. You see what I'm saying? Something could be going on in the letter like that and because it, apostasy is not used for the rapture over in 1 Thessalonians. I'm the first person to admit that. But it is within the purview of the word that it could mean a physical departure. And so what Paul could be saying is, no, 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 you're not in the day of the Lord because the, the physical departure has to happen first. Then the revealing of the man of lawlessness. Once that's happened, then the day of the Lord begins. And so the point would be that it would just be rapture first. Okay, Then the day of the Lord begins with the revealing of the Antichrist. So um, that's why I say this about the argument, but I really want you to catch, I guess, what is considered a very important discussion that is now transpiring. It's been going on for about 25 years. Thank you for listening to this lesson from the Epistles to the Thessalonians. Jeremy has a companion book to this study available on Amazon for purchase. You can find the link in the description below. You can also find out more information on Jeremy's website, beyondthewalls-ministry.org. We thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you found this lesson useful, informative, and encouraging. Because our desire here at Beyond the Walls is for you to grow in your faith, your love of God, and therefore to have a more joyful, abiding life in Christ.